Go Your Own Way is brought to you by HCN, your source for original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news. Enjoy the adventure! Hello, funky listeners! That's not the introduction I do for this show, it's for my other show. I always get those two screwed up. <laughs> Hello, listeners, and welcome to Go Your Own Way, the podcast where we choose our own adventures and you listen to your own ears at what we do. This, <laughs> this is your host, Peter. Now, Eric, you can say this is your host, Eric. Oh, I am, I am also a host, and my name is Eric. <laughs> and uh, this week we have a guest with us, Matt. Hello, my name is Matt. Hello. Hello, Matt. <laughs> um, Jen is sick this week, so she... No, wait, she's not sick. She's not I'm sick, s- she's in Disneyland. Yeah, she's oh, wow. come down with a case of the Disney-itis. I see how it is. She, she was sick Disneyland last week, that's why, I, that's why I got messed up. Because she was sick on our episode last week. Uh-huh. But More like she was just been at Disneyland for a week straight. That <laughs> could be true. I don't know. So welcome, Matt. Thank you. Since we are out. still the, the this podcast is still in its budding infancy, so you're our first guest. <laughs> it's still a proto podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're the first person we've asked on, so you know, be gentle with us. Oh, I feel so special. It's our first time. Okay, now I feel a little creeped out. <laughs> <laughs> that means we're That's ready natural. to start. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, it would have been Jen's turn to pick the story, but since she's not here. We pass that responsibility on to Eric. I'm the bearer of responsibility, and I have chosen Tower of Riddles by Briar Rose. Ooh, that sounds cool. There should be lots of riddles for us to solve. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly hope so. It'll be nice, because I think all the riddles should be multiple choice, so that should make them easier to figure out. (laughs) Okay, cool. Hopefully they rhyme, too. Rhyming always makes things more fun. Right. It would also make the answer way easier, especially if it's multiple choice. (laughs) Right. Which answer rhymes? (laughs) So, Matt, are you familiar with uh, how we do things? Uh, Not a hundred percent. I know the. I know sort of the basic idea, but run me through exactly the the wild and wacky adventures we'll be going on. So, the wild and wacky adventures that we go on every week on this podcast is um, one of us chooses a story. In this case, Eric. And then uh, he reads through the different steps of the story along the way. And um, when we come to, what are they called? Uh, choice? Choices, yes. <laughs> this, is, this is what happens when we do a podcast at 1130 at night. Um, when we come to choices, uh, we stop and then we have a short discussion about like why or like what choice we should go on. Uh, if it's something simple, we won't spend you know, more than a couple of seconds on it. But sometimes we get into funny discussions. And uh, before we start on the adventure, we also have to choose what our characters are going to be for this uh, adventure. And uh, usually we think of them ahead. Uh, I completely forgot to think of it beforehand. Um, I am going to be a giraffe with the bowler hat. Ooh. Oh, a giraffe. Sophisticated. I thought you said a draft with a bowler hat. I was like, is that uh, they, they force you to join the army of bowler hat wearing soldiers? <laughs> No, but wouldn't the wouldn't the enemy wear the bowler hats because they're bad guys? Uh, is the bowler hat like the universal symbol of a bad guy? I don't think I, so. I don't, it could I don't be. necessarily associate bowler hats with evil. Well, yeah, fine. I'd say more like more like the goatee. That's more like a an evil signature thing. Mm. 
Okay. Well, in any case, um, (laughs) this giraffe with a bowler hat is not evil. Okay. Or maybe he is. He's mysterious. Maybe he's kind of like opportunistic. You know, he's not evil, but like, you know, if there's a chance to make a lot of money, it it requires killing somebody. He's not going to, you know, maybe he'll look the other way. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you guys have any idea what you want to be for your thing? I am going to be the creepy guy with a snow shovel from the Home Alone movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) In honor of me being uh, snowed on all day in Boulder. Oh, (laughs) terrific. Well, as a Los Angelino, uh, I will say it's exciting because today is probably the first day in eight months that my house has been under 60 degrees. Yay! So that was nice. (laughs) It's cool enough to go to Disneyland. (laughs) So, uh, Matt, what do you want to be for your character? You can pretty much be anything you want. Uh, You can even be a woman if you want. Uh, I mean, let's not get crazy here. I was going to be something subtle like... uh, an anthropomorphic uh, banana with a tuxedo. I like it. All right. But I suppose it could be a female banana. I mean, there's no, no, no it's, gender uh, discrimination here. It's uh, sexually ambiguous. It's banana. an asexual banana. There you go. It just sort of, it's like, like uh, mitosis, like in a cell, it just sort of splits, and then there's two of them. <laughs> so that's so, how bananas work. So just imagine that that's happening like throughout the whole story and then the giraffe every time it happens just reaches down and eats the new banana i love it i'm happy with this team sounds good like i said opportunistic (laughs) you're not using this offspring are you (laughs) (laughs) so eric um is there like an introduction or something for this story there is there is you are trapped in a medieval tower dungeon, which is never a good way to start your day. Luckily, there seems to be a secret passage for you to escape through. All you have to do is solve a few riddles and you're free as a bird. Easy, right? Just so long as you don't get a riddle wrong, then you die a horrible death. Hmm. Good okay. luck. This could be a very quick episode. I do have a backup one, just in case these riddles are, like, <laughs> ridiculous or something. Okay. Um, as long as I get to continue being a banana, I'm fine. I think we can let that happen. I think we can do that. All right, are we are we ready to wake up in a dungeon? Our bodies are ready <laughs> in this dungeon. <laughs> yeah, what kind of dungeon is this exactly? We'll find out. You awaken on the cold stone floor with a shiver running through your body and a pounding earache from sleeping on the side of your head. You do not know how much longer you can survive in this place. No one has brought you any food or water for days. Either you've been abandoned to die, or something's happened to the guards to keep them from feeding you. Either way, you are well and truly buggered. With what little strength you have, you pick yourself up and look around your cell. There seems to be no way of escape. The window is barred, and even if it wasn't, your cell is at the very top of a huge medieval tower, so climbing out would be suicide. The door is far too heavy to break down, and you don't have anything you could use to pick the lock. There is nothing in the room save for yourself, a dirty pile of straw in the corner, and a bucket for... well, let's not discuss the bucket. Suddenly, though, as your eyes scan the dungeon, you notice something you never saw before. One of the stones on the wall of your cell seems to have something etched into it. As you lean closer, you can just make out two words, press me. 
Mm. And we have three options. We can press the stone. We can say, I need a hint. (laughs) Or or we can ask, wait, why am I in a dungeon? Well, it said press the button. Yeah, I mean, I tend to, when something tells me to press it, I tend to press it. I even tend to press the button even if I don't see a thing telling me to do it. I mean, I'm not even eliminating my my things telling me to press the buttons, you know. It could be a person. Like if press people are like person. Yeah, if people are like press me, I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> strange man that I just met in the club. <laughs> All right. Maybe we'll see that that answers how we got into the dungeon. <laughs> I was we pressing somebody I shouldn't have been pressing. Yeah, some strange guy at a club and then you woke up in a dungeon on top of the medieval tower. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm voting for let's press the button. Yeah, let's yeah. press the button. I don't think we need any exposition at this point. <laughs> you press the engraved stone, and the secret door in the stone wall gradually slides to one side and reveals a hidden passageway. Congratulations, you've escaped your cell. That wasn't too difficult, was it? As you follow the empty passageway, you seem to be circling the dungeon and walking deeper and deeper into pitch darkness. Eventually, you see a light at the end of the passage and find yourself in a room dimly lit by torches that hang from the wall. The room is small, with only a spinning wheel and an old rocking chair to decorate it, both of which are coated in cobwebs. There is a door on the other side of the room. Having nowhere else to go, you head towards the door, when suddenly you hear the creaking of the rocking chair behind you. For a brief moment, you hold your breath and try to reassure yourself that it's just the breeze rocking the chair, but there is no breeze in the room. Eventually, you force yourself to turn around and see the ghostly figure of an old woman sitting in the chair. Before you can run or scream, the old lady speaks up in a gentle yet eerie voice. No need to be afraid, my child, she tells you as she slowly rocks in the chair, stroking a small, ghostly cat on her lap. (laughs) It must be nice to die and have your pets also be ghosts. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty convenient. You've nothing to fear from poor old Nana. I'm just here pondering the old riddle to myself. Are you good at riddles, child? I do hope so. They're the only way to get out of this tower, you see, ever since the old master went mad and cursed the place. Oh, and that reminds me. I'm supposed to ask you the riddle, aren't I? Now let's see if I can remember. All right, so this is our. Wouldn't riddle. that be awful? Is that like because she's senile, she can't remember it, and we can never escape because we don't know what the riddle is. That would be horrendous. All right, what does man love more than life? Fear more than death and mortal strife. What the poor have and the rich require, and what contented men desire. What the miser spends and the spendthrift saves, and all men carry to their graves. Oh, so we have choices, don't we? We do have choices. Oh, okay, that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. (laughs) Love, gold, time, God, nothing, peace, don't answer, scream at the scary ghost, (laughs) or I need a hint. Shit, we have a lot of choices. I thought we were only going to have like three or four. Yeah, it does not make it as easy as I thought it would make it. Yeah. It's totally nothing. It's nothing? What? It's nothing. You think it's nothing? This is a very, like, this is, like, you know that there is a riddle. Are you aware of this riddle where the answer is nothing? This is totally a uh, derivation of that. Oh, okay. Wait, can can you read at least part of that riddle again? Yeah, of course. Okay. okay. So, what does man love more than life, okay. fear more than death, and mortal strife? 
what the poor have and the rich require, and what contented men desire, what the miser mm. spends and the spendthrift saves, and all men carry to their graves. Yeah, nothing would. That sounds correct. See, when we when you read it through the first time, I was thinking money, but then like some of those early ones don't make sense. Yeah. Like, what does man fear more than anything? It's not money. Yeah, you can kind of plug each of them into the line. Like, what does man love more than life? Love, possible. Gold, maybe. Time, uh, that doesn't seem right. I love time. I love time, man. Yeah, it's a great Pink Floyd song, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that song scared the shit out of me at one point because it starts with all the clocks and I I wasn't prepared and suddenly all these clocks just like fell down the stairs right behind me terrifying you got sucked into a floyd hole a floyd hole uh but yeah i i think nothing nothing seems to make the most sense yeah that's a good call boom the old woman seems to think about your answer for a moment nothing she says to herself after a ghostly smile twists her lips nothing yes i think that sounds right very good child thank you for answering poor old nana's riddle now i can finally get some rest you go on through the door now And with that, the rocking chair stops rocking, and the ghost of the woman and her cat fade away into nothingness. Opening the door leads you to a staircase. As you descend these stairs, you can hear all sorts of strange noises. Scuffling, squeaking, flapping of wings, hooting and howling. You expect to find a collection of animals caged at the bottom of the stairs. Instead, you find a circular room with ten doors all the way around, each with a picture of a different animal engraved on the door. Ah! Shit, I hate these. God. <laughs> the noises begin to quiet down, and the ghost of a dark-haired, rather scruffy-looking man appears in the center of the room with a hawk perched on his arm. <laughs> so you made it past Nana, did you? Poor old Bat's been trying to solve that riddle for damn near 50 years now. Well, I suppose it's my turn then. Glad to meet you, kid. I'm the gameskeeper hereabouts. Master told me we had new company, and he sent me down here with a riddle for you to help you choose which door to go through. Give it a think before you open one, all right? Okay. Wings as black as a moonless night. Only ventures in the light. Long tail, sharp teeth, legs of eight. Find my name or meet your fate. And... We have doors engraved with owl, spider, snake, bat, fox, raven, wolf, cat, bear, penguin. So many choices. So many animals. (laughs) So are we allowed to sell the banana for a hint? (laughs) Oh, we do also have the I need a hint option. Well, let's try not to be in getters. Okay. I, I veto the selling the banana idea. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, see, I was thinking a raven until you said eight legs or whatever. Yeah. Long tail, sharp teeth, legs of eight. Legs of eight. Yeah, and I mean, the spider is the only thing with eight legs, but that doesn't but fit basically like any of the it's other It's a riddle, ones. though. Yeah, and I feel like it's going to be like a play on words or something. Like, yeah. Right. The way that it's phrased makes me think that. Legs of eight. Yeah, what are all the options? 
owl, spider, snake. Wait a minute. Oh, I was thinking. <laughs> Sorry. No, because like I feel like each like line of that of that riddle described a different animal. And aren't there eight different animals? Or eight different doors? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, ten. Shit. Ten. What were some of the other parts of the riddle? Okay. That stood out to you? Because I don't have it in front of me, so it's hard to... Right, yeah. Um, you want me to, like, copy and paste it into the text section? <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, why don't you do that? Yeah, that seems like... You listeners aren't going to see this, but we will. <laughs> well, hopefully the listeners can, you know, like, pause the podcast as they're listening to it and write this down themselves. Yes. A- unless you listen to podcasts while you're driving. In right. Which in which case, that. pull over before you do that, or just stop in the middle of the freeway and write, <laughs> write it down. I had to solve this riddle. They might die. <laughs> <laughs> Wings is black as a moonless night. Only ventures in the light, so it's not nocturnal. Right. I mean, nothing with wings has teeth, though. <sighs> yeah, or a long tail. Because yeah, we, oh well, a... bats have teeth. But they don't really have tails. Yeah. Right. And they don't only venture in the light. Right. They're nocturnal. And they don't have eight legs. That would be a really scary bat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> spider bat. Owl, spider, snake, bat, fox, raven, wolf, cat, bear, penguin. I almost want to say it seems like maybe we're supposed to find the thing that it's not describing in a way. Like, because each of these, like, okay... Spider has eight legs, so it's not that. Like snake has sharp teeth, so it's not that. But I can't. I feel like you'd still end up with like three or four that none of these things apply to. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So are foxes nocturnal? Yeah, I believe they're nocturnal. Yeah. Okay, so take fox out. Take bat out as well. Fox, bat, and owl are all nocturnal. Owl, yeah. Mm -hmm. Spider does not have wings. Snake does not have wings. Raven does, wolf does not, cat does not, bear does not, and penguin. So Raven only ventures in the light, which makes sense. Long tail, sharp teeth. I mean, they could be playing with words a bit here. Like yeah. sharp teeth could be the beak because they have sharp beaks. Right. And legs of eight. Or is there some, like, do any of these animals carry like a saw that has like sharp teeth on it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard foxes are pretty crafty. Uh-huh. Good one. Find my name or meet your fate. I feel like there's something in there too. Yeah. Find my name. I mean, does it mean the animal is somehow associated with fate, like mythologically? Is there an option to just open all the doors? Just fling them all open. Like tie a string around all the doorknobs and pull it. <laughs> we do not have that option, unfortunately. <laughs> Would we be bitches if we had a hint? I kind of I mean, feel like we need a hint. I will say the difficulty curve in this book is really intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from one to two, it kind of jumped. Yeah. Uh, I would like a hint. Okay, yeah, let's, let's get the hint. hint. Okay. 
This riddle might look strange, since different parts of it seem to be describing different animals. Look at the riddle carefully, and it doesn't seem to make any sense. Try looking at it another way. The answer's in there somewhere. That is not actually a hint. And I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) After that hint, I'm finding myself doing this thing where I'm like looking at this riddle and then leaning way back in my seat. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm looking at it literally too close. Maybe if we wrote it down on like a piece of cloth and folded it, looked at at the random association of words that are still readable after the folding, we would see (laughs) the answer more easily. Yeah. Long tail, sharp teeth, legs of eight. What does that mean? That could be... Okay, so if it was like a bear, for example, it would be two bears. Like, think on... Or maybe it's two sets of tables. Yeah. So the door itself is the animal to choose because it's a piece of furniture like a table. (laughs) Also, I don't think doors are furniture. What are doors? They're... uh... You're right, they're not furniture, but they're not... uh... That's a riddle for another day. (laughs) They're also not walls. One one riddle at a time, please. (laughs) By the way, one of the comments on this story is, I can't get past the door riddle. (laughs) 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 Followed later by, oh, never mind, I figured it out. (laughs) It it was bad. This is going to be so interesting to listen to. Just 20 minutes of us going, what animal is it? I'm glad we don't have the snarky ghost here to, yeah, like comment at us. Wait a minute. So it says find my name or meet your fate. I think it's Al. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, because I think what it's saying, I think what it's doing is it's actually telling you like the opposite. Like I think meet your fate is what we want to do. So I think yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. So I think because what I'm doing is I wrote these all down, and I went through and I said, okay, wings as black as a moonless night. I'm going to cross off everything that that could apply to. Only ventures right. in the light. I'm going to cross off everything that that applies to. Long tail, sharp teeth, legs of eight. Cross off everything that belongs to. And in the end, the only one that those things all don't belong to is owl. Yeah, I, I agree. I think maybe what it's saying is, if you. If you do find if you if you name. if you don't if you don't find the name you'll meet your fate which is moving on yeah so and you're saying it's Owl then I think so I mean okay. none of these things apply to Owl right okay. right yeah because an Owl's nocturnal okay shit let's do it Owl all right I mean worst case scenario you all just were led to your death by a banana so <laughs> so uh, the name of this page is Death by Beasts. So maybe still okay. Maybe not so well. You open the door to see nothing but darkness before you, and the sounds of several different creatures fill the air once again. Only now they sound louder and angrier. Sorry, kid, the gameskeeper says to you as the sounds draw near. Even I can't stop them now. They're just so hungry. Suddenly you feel a sharp pain in your foot, and you look down to see that a rat has come in through the door and bitten your toe. 
You manage to kick it away, but more rats appear, and you stumble backwards, trying to keep them away from your feet. An owl flies at you out of the darkness, and its talons scratch at your eyes. You try to shoo it away, but see that your arms are covered in tiny black spiders, which you frantically try to shake off. The spiders are the least of your worries, though, since standing in the doorway is a great black bear, which rises onto its hind legs and lets out the most terrifying roar. You're so distracted by the bear that you don't even notice the wolf that is circling you until it sinks its teeth into your throat. This is a very elaborate death. So did we die? Or is it like, at the end, like, but the owl saves you and you fly away? <laughs> we have the option to either try again or end the game and leave comments. Um, well, something that they don't know about, the writer of this story that we do have, is we have the rewind option on the show. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Rewind. For those times that we just die too early because we're dumb. <laughs> Part of me really wants to just cheat and have you spam click through all of this. <laughs> just find the right one. Just so we can move on to the next one. Because I have no idea what the answer is to this. I vote for cheat. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> because I thought I had the answer. Yeah. I mean, if I can't figure it out, we're, we're never going to get past this room. <laughs> we did come up with an answer, so that's basically just as good. Right, that's the same thing as having the correct answer. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, we solved it. Yeah, we did. The book is wrong. You <laughs> listeners can't stop us, because all you're doing is listening. <laughs> Alright, I'm spamming through. Okay. <laughs> All of the deaths are the same, by the way, so you're not missing out on any gory details. Thank you for not reading through it each time. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. The answer was motherfucking Penguin. (laughs) Really? Oh, no, wait a minute. No, Penguin kills us as well. Wow. It just kills us in a different way. Just a second. I must have accidentally skipped one while I was spamming through. Uh, so, so are all of them just killing us? So this is not our right answer? The, the, the author of this book got to like chapter two and they were like, eh, whatever, just have them all kill them. I'm done. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm sick of writing this book. Okay. The answer, the answer was wolf. Oh my god. Look at the first letter of each line in the riddle. Oh, fuck. Really? That is so stupid. That's not even a riddle. That's just bitches. <laughs> oh, I hate that. So, listeners, thing. for you who aren't looking at it um, as words on a page, uh, wings only long and fine. The first word of each line, uh, the first letter, spells out wolf. Yeah, no, I don't That's, like that. So, that technically doesn't count as a. It's not a real riddle. A riddle because it's dumb, <laughs> so we win. Yeah, that's a bullshit riddle, and I no longer feel bad about cheating. <laughs> So I guess we get to move on to the next riddle, which hopefully is better than that. You open the door with the wolf engraved on it, and the gamekeeper nods with approval. Good job, kid. Did you put together the first letters of every sentence, or was it just a lucky guess? (laughs) Either way, I suppose it's time for me to move on. Good luck with the next riddle. But watch yourself. I hear there's a killer on the loose in the tower. What? It's me. (laughs) This is... Is it is it the guy that's going around making all these ghosts? Right, that guy? <laughs> I think he'd count. <laughs> you want to ask the gamekeeper more, but by the time you turn around, both the man and the hawk have already vanished. The doorway leads to a large dining hall with one great table, decorated with candles and long enough to host a royal banquet. 
The plates, cutlery, and candlesticks are all covered in dust, and all the seats are empty, save for the last five at the far end, all of which are filled by ghosts. <laughs> it's just like the Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland. <laughs> which we could be at right now. Right? With Jen. God. See, that's what we should have done. We should have just gone to Disneyland and like found Jen and then surprised her. And just recorded the podcast there. Yeah. <laughs> No, the other people online are like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" <laughs> no, it's bad. It's bad. I swear. <laughs> Listeners are like listening in the background. There's like ghosts and ghouls come out to socialize. <laughs> really family. Trying to solve riddles while screaming on roller coasters. <laughs> Open the back door. Open it. We have to do that. We'll have to do that one day for a special edition of Go Your Own Way. I would love that. Live from. <laughs> when we uh <laughs> no when we when we when we are blah, 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 when our podcast has a budget maybe we'll go to disneyland one day <laughs> that's right not for the podcast just because we feel like blowing the money on a trip to disneyland yeah. <laughs> here come up with a special episode we burn the money we went to disneyland <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so what so what happens now all right two men sit on the left of the table two women on the right Judging by their clothing, they are all servants of different standing within the tower. But at the head of the table sits a young woman about your own age, just barely into adulthood. How do they assume what our age is? Yeah. Yeah, that seems pretty uncool of them. I mean, you don't know how old a banana is. <laughs> Both her fine velvet dress and the refined way she sits show her to be a woman of noble birth. Have you come to free me from my torment? The noble woman asks as a ghostly tear runs down her cheek. My father sent me here to become the wizard lord's bride, but while I was a guest in his tower, the scoundrel had me poisoned by one of his own servants. I cannot be free until I know who my killer is. Mm. All I know is, is that it is one of the four sitting at the table, and that only one of them ever speaks the truth. Oh, fantastic. Uh, I know how to solve okay. this. Okay, good. <laughs> ask which one is telling the truth. I can never remember. No, you just ask him. <laughs> what's the answer <laughs> alright in unison the four servants all turn to you and begin to argue in their defense the maid is the murderer says the butler the cook poisoned the princess says the maid I didn't kill the girl I swear says the gardener the maid is lying says the cook Okay. Wait, the, so... butler, the butler says the maid is the murderer so he could be telling the truth. Sound like one of those uh, speaking says. The butler says. The butler maid is the murderer. <laughs> the maid says. <laughs> Moo. It's the maid. I knew it. <laughs> okay, and only <laughs> one of them ever speaks the truth. Okay. So everybody else is lying except for one. Okay. Well, here's something. Wait. All right. So, what are our options here at the end? We just have to say which one we Which one it is, probably. Let me see if there are any other options. Uh, We can say the butler, the maid, gardener, cook, Colonel Mustard in the library with the candlestick, or (laughs) I need a hint. (laughs) Why is that even an option? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Kind of just want to click on it to see what happens. The door opens and all the animals kill you. Okay, well, I'm just thinking, like, the gardener, no one else mentions the gardener. It's just him going, I didn't kill her. Right. So, 
that probably I I'm trying I'm thinking that probably means like just eliminate him. Well, let's see. I would think Maybe. that that means the gardener did it because I didn't kill the girl. I swear, gives us no extra information if it's true. Because no one accuses the gardener, so him not accusing anybody else doesn't give us any information. Yeah, but if he's the one lying, then that means he did kill the girl. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so we're saying that it is the gardener? I mean... I was saying that it wasn't, but maybe I'm wrong. I I haven't gone through, like, it all mentally yet. I mean, that's my initial thought. The gardener could be the one telling the truth, but that doesn't mean that he's the one that killed her. In fact, if the gardener is telling the truth, that does mean that he didn't kill her. Okay, but then does him telling the truth let us know that everybody else is lying? Yeah. Okay, then... Now we just need to to parse through these other sentences. So I think... Well, they all have to do with the maid. The maid is the murderer, says the butler. The cook poisoned the princess. The maid is lying, says the cook. But they're all lying. So... That means that the maid is telling it's, the truth, which means the cook did it. And the butler's testimony... I think you're right. The te- butler's testimony is invalid because he's lying. So he's basically just saying the maid didn't do it. Yeah, I think it's the cook. I think it's the cook, yeah. But I also rushed us into a death by animals last time, so... Okay, just a second. So if all three of the other are lying... So, the maid is the murderer would be a lie. So that means the maid is not the murderer. Also, the maid is lying is a lie, so the maid is not lying. So the maid is saying truth when she says the cook poisoned the princess. Right. I, no, think, it, wait, I think it checks out. Wait. But she can't what? be telling the truth, because only one of them is telling the truth. Okay, so let's... No, 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 that, that's still right, because... Oh, no, wait, it's not. Yeah, it's one of the. it's one of those... Shit. The following statement is true. The preceding statement is false. Uh, okay, right. let's just take take each one and go. If this is true, this person is telling the truth, and all the others can be lies without being wrong. Does that make sense? I really sure. wish we had a whiteboard. <laughs> that would be so helpful. Okay. Also, that we weren't thousands of miles away from <laughs> each other because it would be easier if we were all in the same room. So, the if the butler is telling the truth. And saying the okay. maid is the murderer, then the maid would the maid would be lying. The maid would be lying, which would be fine. I didn't kill the girl. I swear, says the gardener, which would be true. Well, if the butler's telling the truth, then that means I didn't kill the girl. I swear is a lie, which means the gardener did kill her. The gardener is the only one who mentions himself. Yeah, everyone else is talking about someone else. So if we start from the gardener and we say. If he's lying, or if... wait, the cook can't say the maid is lying without telling the truth, because the cook doesn't oh. say I didn't kill the princess. The cook says the maid is lying. Oh right. So then that means, oh, this is hurting my head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, so... because if the cook if the cook is lying, then that means that the maid is telling the truth. But no, no, no. That... the cook is telling the truth but the, so but the the problem is okay wait. the gardener is the problem yeah so here's what we should do is we should break this down and say if the gardener is lying that means that he did kill the girl so yeah. 
who could be telling the truth such that everything else makes sense the that cook. the gardener did it? Right. The cook. I think you're right. I think the cook is telling the truth. And then if the other three are lying, yeah, I think you're right. Because then that means the cook poisoned the princess is false. The maid is the murderer is false. And I didn't kill the girl, I swear, is false, which means the gardener did it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so I think the gardener did it. Okay. I think you were correct. The gardener done it. Wait, let me think about that for a minute. No, we're not going to think about it. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> Don't think about it because we were, we were correct. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> you look accusingly at each of the servants and consider what they each said in turn. You say that only one of them can tell the truth. Now the only one that can be telling the truth while all the others are lying is the cook. And since the gardener claims he didn't do it, and we know he must be lying, that must make him the killer. With that, the four servants all begin to disappear into the air. You have solved their riddle, and now they can finally move on to the afterlife. Thank you, the ghost of the noble woman tells you as she begins to fade away. Finally, I can rest in peace. I wish you luck on your next riddle. I hear it can only be solved by one with the sharpest of eyes. (laughs) Does that include looking at the first letter of the word? (laughs) Oh, shit. It's a visual riddle. Oh, dear. A visual riddle? Uh, yeah. Just a second. Okay. So once the woman's ghost has faded from sight, you leave the dining hall and descend another spiral staircase until you find yourself in a long passageway that seems to wind in a circle around the tower. All across the walls hang the most incredible works of art. Landscapes and seascapes and portraits of lords and ladies dressed in shimmering silks. All painted with exquisite attention to detail. There is one painting that draws your eye, though, a strange pattern made up of purple roses, which would look very pretty on a pair of curtains, but seems incredibly out of place hanging on the wall with the other paintings. Ah, I see you are admiring my masterpiece. A voice (laughs) speaks from behind you, and you turn to see a ghost of a man standing behind you dressed in a brightly colored tunic, holding a paint palette in one hand and a brush in another. Oh, the hours I staved away on this painting and the mastery... It is wasted on blind fools. What of you, I wonder? Can you see past what is in front of your eyes? Tell me, what is it you see in the painting? And it's a, uh, it's one of those, like, cross your eyes and whatever. Oh, paintings. so this isn't really helpful for the listener. Yeah. I will say that, um, I'd appreciate you doing, a, like, an actual voice <laughs> for the character. Because all my characters sound like this. <laughs> He started out French, and then... And then he turned into Dr. Strangelove. Yeah, it kind of started getting a little German. I'm not good with accents, is what I'm saying. Um, Now, do you guys... There are... Do you want to see the options, or is that going to make you try and find one of the options and make it more difficult for you? Let me look at it first, and then... I can almost see it. I can almost see something, yeah. <laughs> this is gotta be the stupidest thing I've listened to. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> we can't choose to have picture-based things. I'm sorry, I, I didn't know there was gonna be a visual riddle. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you tell us what the options are? Okay, so purple roses, a it's heart, that. a tree, a ring, a dragon, a chair, a star. Beauty, truth, love, passion, art, and I need a hint. 
I kind of want to say I see something ring-shaped bulging out of it. But why do they include all those BS answers like art? Because, <laughs> I, I mean... I mean, I think, you know, maybe they're trying to have fun. Is this riddle just, it's like, they're, all the answers are right because there's art. So, like, it's just your own interpretation. Maybe. <laughs> that That's something to consider. That seems unlikely. I mean, I guess we do have a hint option. Like, do they want us to spend a half hour thinking about this just to be like, oh, well, that's a good interpretation. Thanks. <laughs> right. You spend an hour trying to figure it out, and it's like, any of those would have been correct. <laughs> because art is individual. Just like you, listeners. So glad you learned this lesson in subjective viewing of the universe around you. <laughs> Here's the next riddle. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, stare at this and, like, focus my face and focus my eyes and you guys keep making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't see anything. Well, I, I'm a little frustrated because when I first looked at it, I saw something bulge out and then I'm trying to see that again and I can't see it anymore. I'm just, I've always been really bad at these things. So, Yeah. Man, I remember when I was in elementary school, I used to be able to get them and now I just cannot. I'm kind of leaning towards Dragon. Just because I do see, like, I don't see an image, but I do see a sort of pattern of distortion that looks... Yeah, you can kind of see that, but I'm trying to, like, figure out... More like it is. I'm almost willing to just cheat on this one, too, just so our listeners don't have to deal with us talking about something they can't see for, like, a half hour. I think think that that may be the responsible decision as podcasters. Um, I, I would actually guess heart. I'm willing to go with heart. Uh, I'm kind of seeing that. Okay. But it's really vague. Well, fuck it. Let's try heart. Right. Yeah, I ain't seeing shit. Follow your heart. It's worth the risk. <laughs> the artist simply scoffs at your reply. <laughs> Foolish child. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't do the voice. <laughs> Foolish child. I should have known that your puny little eyes could never witness the true brilliance of my work. Perhaps you would prefer a more in-depth study of one of my other paintings. That one, maybe? With that, the artist uses his paintbrush to gesture towards a magnificent work of art, depicting a war scene between a group of fully-armed knights and a gang of vagabonds hiding in a forest with bows and arrows. Suddenly you feel yourself drawn to this painting. As you walk closer, you find that the trees in the background seem to get further and further away, while the knights in the foreground become closer and closer, until they seem to be right there beside you. In fact, some of them are in front of you. It is then that you turn around in a full circle and realize that you are actually inside the painting. I see one, you hear one of the knights cry, and are horrified to find that he is pointing at you. Rebel scum! Men, in the name of the king, I order you to kill that traitor. At the man's orders, all the other knights draw their swords in unison and point them at you. Oh, bugger, you mumble to yourself before turning around and running away, screaming like a little girl. You can hear the knights on their horses drawing closer to you, but they never get a chance to run you through, since out of the trees the rebels' arrows rain down on the knights, and unfortunately one of them hits you right in the chest and pierces your heart. For a painted arrow, it's incredibly sharp. So, we were the art all along. That's right. Okay. It is now time to I just like all of our I, options. 
I like that the painter had a very specific insult for you, which was like, I should have known you couldn't see it with your puny eyes. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> so, well, you don't understand it because you're fat. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? Yeah. You should have gone with your first impression, Peter, because which the was answer a, was a, a ring. ring. Huh. Oh, okay. I still don't really see yeah. it either way, but... All I'm seeing is purple roses. Yeah. Alright. Okay. The artist applauds your reply. You see, you see, oh, you wonderful peasant, you see the ring. Now I can finally move on, <laughs> knowing that my painting, my work is appreciated. Good luck escaping with your life and all that. Is he Russian now? I told you I wasn't good with accents. <laughs> Duh. I You're better than me. I told you that. <laughs> okay. And with that, the ghost leaps into a blank canvas, which quickly becomes a painting of a rather eccentric-looking artist with a paintbrush and palette in his hands. Okay, that's pretty cool. Good job, whoever wrote this. <laughs> I appreciate that imagery. <laughs> Alright, opening a door at the end of the hallway, you find another staircase. As you descend the stairs, you pass by a window, which shows you are almost halfway down the tower now. Keep up in the uh. good work. Keep up the good work, and you'll be free in no time. So, seeing that we're halfway down this tower of riddles that we've cheated at two out of the three so far. <laughs> we did cheat uh, once for the benefit of the viewers, which doesn't count. On that note, we're going to we're going to take a break here and um you can hear the rest of the riddles hopefully with less cheating. Uh in the probably next episode, probably probably not, but you never know. <laughs> um find out in the next episode of Go Your Own Way, which is the name, the name of this podcast. You can find us on iTunes under the podcast section, and you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast. Alvitazen. Yes, uh, thanks thanks for joining us, Matt. Uh, we hope you can come back with us for the next half. Uh, I should be able to. I'm just going to keep staring at this picture until then, though. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. If I haven't if I haven't gotten it by, by the next one, then I'm, I'll know I'm in serious trouble. We should post the picture, that picture on our Facebook page and ask her. <laughs> we should. JK. Um, but you listeners can play that story on your own, actually. What was it called? It was called Tower of Riddles by Briar Rose. On ChooseYourStory.com. On ChooseYourStory.com. So, yeah, go play that or just wait for us to play the second half. Yep. See you next time. Looking for more magical podcasts like this one? Visit hcn.tv. Thanks for listening.